0: W-B-N-E. Howdy, yokes! Before we get started today, we just want to let you know that this year four, the start of year four episode of Bacon and Eggs, is brought to you by all the people that we love. It is brought to you by our patrons. Bacon and Eggs has made it three years and into its fourth year because our wives let us continue, well, my wife, Ethan's girlfriend, let us continue to do this because of Patreon. And if you'd like us to continue to do this, and this podcast makes you giggle on your morning commute, we'd... Or maybe your evening commute. Or maybe as you fall asleep at night. If you listen to my voice as you fall asleep at night, I appreciate you. I really do. In fact, in Bacon and Eggs Year 4, in all-new hash browns where we do sleepy time ASMR. Welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. Anyway, this and that that is actually accessible only to our patrons so if you love this podcast and you want to support us and you're like man i don't know anybody to share this to man the best way is to take like half of an hour of minimum wage and throw it our direction each month that would be just super fantastic we would really super appreciate it and you can do that at patreon.com bacon and eggs but anyway on with the show Howdy yucks and welcome back to I'm Tyler Carlin And I'm Ethan Edchill And today we're killing Harold Quick Or maybe
1: we're just writing the next great American novel So bring your new girlfriend flowers And don't pay your taxes Because today we're bringing you Stranger Than Fiction
0: I have to be very clear about something okay you can pay your taxes <laughs> yeah i mean but not in this movie well like if you were like man i'm having a hard time meeting a man maybe don't pay your taxes maybe don't pay your taxes and a really
1: <laughs> not hot not sleek not suave auditor will come visit you at your place of business and you'll be really mean to him and then you'll fall in love and then you'll get hit by a bus and saved by a piece of wristwatch that lives in his arm forever that's a new segment you- on bacon and eggs called 10 second synopsis so here's it's not here's, actually okay
0: i want let, to let's run through some some deets uh this is directed by mark forster who you may know from the other movies he's directed it came out november 10th 2006 which was an amalgamation of days ago on a little tiny 30 million dollar budget made 53.7 million dollars worldwide but but you, if you have not seen it, can watch it on Netflix. If you're in America. If you're in America, turns out. I'm sitting here on Instagram like, hey, check this out. It's on Netflix. And people are like, yeah, for you Americans. Yes, for, a, I don't, do you think I got on Netflix and was like, hold on, let me log into my VPN and see how things are in the UK. Oh, I can't watch Stranger Than Fiction. Just screw this movie. I this don't even have. episode
1: the- of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by Nord VPN. <laughs> No, it's not. No, it's not. Not an ad. Not a
0: sponsor. Not a sponsor.
1: Watch a GB video. They're all sponsored by NordVPN.
0: Uh, Anyway, I got a 73% critic rating, which is lower than I expected. 85% audience rating, which I I adequately expected. And a 66 on Metacritic. It also has a bacon and eggs review score, which I have not yet calculated. But I think I can do... It's going to be in the low 80s, if I recall correctly. It looks like it, yeah. Uh, and then, Ethan, do you have your score out of 100 here? I didn't know we were doing this at the top, so no. Well, you know what? I, I think it's important to do it at the top because because I think here's what we do. We do our score out of 100, which, to be clear... So is this binary, replacing the
1: binary review?
0: No, I, I'm still going to give a binary review. Binary review, this is a one. Yeah. I feel like if you sit down and you say, Tyler, I need 10 movies to watch that you wholeheartedly recommend to help get to know you better as a person and the kind of art that you would prefer to consume, this movie makes the list.
1: Yeah, this was actually the movie I did that uh, with me and my girlfriend. And she was like, well, you you, to, you have to watch The Notebook, right? And I was like, I and mean, I think I've seen it, but it's been a while. She's like, you have to watch The Notebook. And I'm like, okay, if you're going to maybe watch The Notebook, you have to watch this movie. Stranger Than Fiction? Stranger Than Fiction yeah
0: where on your do you have like a top five romance movies um and and does this really. qualify <laughs>
1: Uh, no and no, I don't think.
0: <laughs> yeah, this doesn't make my love stories you have to see, because I actually don't love the love story.
1: Oh, I love the love story. This is the best love story, but it's not, like, it's not the central focus of the movie, I don't think.
0: No, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's an important piece. Right, but this is man versus God. Well, yeah, but also, like,
1: it is, like, everything has to come to line, right? Like, he has to find the girl, he has to learn to play guitar, he has to realize that he doesn't need his job, he has to realize the, the, the stupid... I mean, he can't do the thing with the numbers, right? He has to learn that uh, TJ from the Sonic commercials is kind of a douche. Um, the, whole, the whole thing has to come together, yeah. Like it's not just the girl, but also like he brings her flowers.
0: Yeah, that is that's my favorite romantic moment in any movie. In ever. any movie ever, yeah. Is I brought you flowers? Yeah. Oh gosh, that got me the first time, and that was like I think I I think I've done that since this. So here's the thing about this movie um, on the on the subject of the, of the he brought me
1: flowers he brought me uh, brought you flowers thing like it never gets old, right? I know it's coming. It's the moment I remember most from this movie, but it never ever gets old.
0: No, not at all. Ever. Let me ask you a question, Ethan. Well, Out on. Let me
1: let me finish my before I get to the, the, the score. Let me finish my point. Um, we, this is a movie I've seen a bunch, right? Like, like oh yeah, more yeah, than yeah. ten times. And yeah. anytime I watch one of those movies, especially watching for the show, like usually something has. It, I, I I'm shocked that I remember it this well, or like I'm shocked that I, it's worse than I remember it, or whatever. Every time I watch this movie, consistently, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the this is the best movie ever made. Like this it, is so good. Yeah, <laughs> this is so good. It's never never let me down once.
0: I it didn't let me down at all. And it wasn't even like, uh, gosh, there was one movie we did a few years ago that was, it was like a, a childhood favorite and then we popped it in and I was like, man i wasn't like that... oh you know what i think it was this isn't what it was but this is an example emperor's new group yeah big hero six big hero six uh, yeah. bill and
1: ted's excellent adventure right like yes haven't well, seen it in a while in
0: and you're like i know this is really good like better than i expected and then i think what you do is you go in and you like raise expectations for yourself right and then you see it and you're like mm, eh, it's a movie it's a movie like emperor's uh, new Groove is fine it's fine. No, it's a yeah, fine I, movie. I, I'd say it's above fine. I'd say yeah. it's it's excellent. I would say even Bill and Ted is excellent and even Big Hero 6 is it's excellent. Also, like, I, just...
1: I think I've reached the point with Emperor's New Groove where like, if I never saw it again, I don't feel like I'm missing anything, you know? Yeah. Like my time with that movie has come to an end.
0: Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a good Emperor's time. It was, it was a
1: good time had by all. Um. Anyway, so this movie on a score, on a scale of, of 100, 100 is so big. And I noticed that people were were hard resenting the one hundred point scale in the Discord and giving us like seventies and eighties.
0: I I mean I'll be in that range.
1: No, but like like they were giving n- ends in five or oh, ends in zero. Yeah, yes. you know what they I mean. Would
0: say like between seventy five and eighty five. Yeah. Um. Here's my so the only reason I wanted a hundred point scale is I don't like decimals in yeah, a grade. No, I'm with that. But I also think like the difference between an eight and a nine is so much greater than an eighty and a ninety. Yes. I have a number in mind, so I'm ready whenever you are. G- give me yours first. Eighty seven. I was also going to say 87. No way. Yeah,
1: legitimately. Because it's like, it's not, it's not in the 90, right? It's not a nine and a 10. You know, it's not, it, it doesn't belong. Like, I, I don't know that, I don't know that it's, I could distinguish between eight and nine, right? But this is not a nine above, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is yep. right there. It's right there. It just, I, I, and I don't even know that I, what I could tell you that it's missing. It's just like, it's almost like it, it's, it's. Just never had the ability. Like I don't think they did anything wrong with this movie, but it also like isn't the kind of movie that's gonna
0: be I can a I can 10. pinpoint a character that I wanted more out of. Okay. Uh and I, I hate this is the only minority character in the movie, but Queen Latifah didn't give me what I wanted from the assistant. I didn't feel like there was I don't know if she's supposed to be sassy or brilliant or or what, but there was there was a moment where she's organizing note cards, like storyboarding note cards for the book, where I think if they'd given her ten more seconds on screen to blow me away with like, she's excellent because she does this for all of these authors. I think it would have pushed that character to a whole new level. But instead, like I felt like what I got out of Dustin Hoffman was exactly what I needed. What I got out of Emma Thompson was exactly what I needed. Will Ferrell gives an unbelievable performance. Maggie Gyllenhaal, unbelievable performance. Even uh, the dude from... Uh, Arrested Development, Tony Hale. Tony Hale, I love it. Yeah, and, I mean, this, it's, it's, I, a, it's a hell
1: of a cast here, right? Like, like Dustin Hoffman is Dustin Hoffman. Like, he's one yeah. of the all-time greats. I a class Thompson, on
0: Little Diddy now.
1: One of the all-time greats. It, 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 and and seriously, just people performing at their absolute best in an incredibly well-written movie. I do. I, I would agree with you though. I don't like. I understand where you're coming from. I don't necessarily agree, but I understand where you're coming from. But really, she's there for one. She she helps humanize Karen right? Yes. But also like Karen needs someone to talk
0: to because that's how movies work. Right. She couldn't just talk to the script. Right. She couldn't just, yeah. So she has to have somebody to talk to. I know. I just felt like, I don't know. There was, there was just something missing there. And, and I even remember seeing Queen Latifah being on screen and being like, finally, a minority character in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and I remember being young and watching this movie and thinking, wow, look at all these plot holes. And actually last night when I watched it, I was like, airtight. Yeah, perfect. Airtight, perfect film. Nothing wrong here. The only thing I say the 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 only thing that holds me back on this, and I truly think
1: that that is something that has not aged well for me over the years, is the like I don't think it would have been that good of a book.
0: Yes, I do. Agree right, with you there. like it's like, like I, I remember guy, watching this guy goes young. and
1: lives, and like it's death of a salesman, right? Like that's what she's writing basically. Except yeah, except Harold becomes happier instead of sadder, but dies anyway. And I get that's like. It probably would have been beautiful, and probably would have been some like frailty of life metaphor and whatever. Um, But that's not sort of the book that I
0: usually am drawn to. I, here's here's what here's the plot hole for me. A, a few points. One, as a kid, I didn't read books for adults, so I could not like understand that this was going to be a good book or a bad book. I just assumed this was the kind of books grown ups read. As an adult who reads books, I'm like, yeah, I don't. I still don't think I would read this. Uh
1: You don't because you don't read books for adults. Still, that's true. Like, and, and that's not me throwing shade. I don't really either. Right. But like, you right. don't read like that kind of fiction.
0: No, I I think you're right. But here's here's the plot hole for me. I think her book is more beautiful if he survives and the watch saves him.
1: I don't, actually. And I think that's the whole point, is that the ending doesn't Matter. I think the watch saving him is important. It ties the whole thing. Okay, but it doesn't, that doesn't make it a better book, right? Like that doesn't, I don't think it would have been a good ending. No, I don't think it would have been a good ending.
0: I think if he doesn't survive, then at the end, instead of who lives, who dies, who tells your story, they're singing a brand new song. No, because he saves the kid. The watch saves the kid, not him. But the kid has no bearing on anything. The kid only shows up at the end. No, he doesn't. Well, I know he's in the the movie throughout, but like to Harold, he only shows up at the end. Right, but like that
1: would have been, the the kid showing up would have been written in there
0: so you think here's here's my posit positate positing harold would not have saved the child not only because his watch would have been set incorrectly and he wouldn't have been there but harold the irs agent wouldn't have saved the child because it would have interfered with his ability to get to work on time yeah his ability to get to work on time so you're saying let me, let me know if i'm following harold saving the child shows that he, we take this robot make him human and kill him and like his humanity is what kills him
1: the minute he learns to be human he has learned and served his purpose and he can go on he does his thing he does his task that he set on the earth to do and he and he gets to leave
0: which was save that kid
1: which was save that kid yeah and like that's the reality of it sometimes it's like that happens yeah anyway let's get some uh let's get some reviews real quick because we forgot to do that at the beginning and that's a new thing
0: we're doing yeah it is let's get the professional critic reviews and then i'll pull discord up as well i've got them already oh you do you want to do the discord reviews
1: no they're i mean they're in the script oh look at that look at you go
0: uh, well let me pull up the Rotten Tomatoes review. Also I love Maggie Gyllenhaal in this movie while I'm pulling this up. Uh, Huge yeah. fan.
1: Yeah. But again like this is a perfect cast. Yeah. And I'll come to the defense of Will Ferrell here in a minute. Um, Not that okay, I think so. he needs defending, but that is that is a lot of people's sticking point
0: with this movie. Andrew Sarris of The Observer says, a film well worth seeing and savoring. I think that's good.
1: Uh, Joshua Rothkopf from Time Out says, an uncommonly plastic bit of hallmark sentiment mongering with exactly the kind of new age psychobabble ending you'd expect. Now, I, I want to check something out real quick. Um... Timeout is yeah, okay. So Time Out is is a is a British entertainment company, right? Yes. And there is something deeply intrinsically like American
0: about this movie. Yeah, well it's it's New York, right? Or Chicago or something? It's, yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's nowhere. It's a paper town. It's, 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 no, it's nowhere. America City. Yeah. Even right down to the, having the super posh British woman narrating your life. Like, I think that is how a lot of Americans, especially like Harold Crick type Americans, would hear the narrator in their story. Is that how you'd hear your narrator? No, I don't think so. But I, there's definitely been a time in my life where I would have said yes, and I would be honored to have Emma Thompson narrating my life story. I,
0: I mean... Emma Thompson could say anything to me. I, I like that would make me elated. But yeah. So I could definitely see the, uh, the British audience is not
1: necessarily resonating with this one as
0: hard. Well, there's, there's nothing unique about a posh British woman res like narrating the life of a British person. No. Right. Like that's just how you live.
1: Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, so we have reviews from, um, from the listeners this week. This is what we're doing now. So we're doing a positive negative review from, uh, critics. And then we're doing two reviews. Nobody really had a negative review in our listening party for this one um, So I picked two some,
0: So there was some Almost negative
1: Yeah so I picked An almost negative And a uh, and, and a positive For this one So if you Just pick one And read it
0: out loud Alright uh, So this comes from Claire And she says Great concept Great execution Great cast Not one of the greats though
1: And then uh, Thomas writes in While not exactly Serious The film proves Feral can work Outside the realm of comedy And hits home On the message Of enjoy the small things I think this is a serious film I mean yeah Compared to other Feral movies Right. Like this is about as serious as it's going to get. So this has to be feral, right? Like this has to be at this time in 2006, when this came out, 2006, There's there a were
0: few points about 2006 I want to talk about as well,
1: but there were, there were a few people that could have done this movie that been the lead in this movie, but not many. It has to be because if you, if you get somebody that is just like a normal dramatic actor to play this part, this is a non-movie, right? Like this is just, this is sleepless in Seattle. Like this is right.
0: Tom Hanks can't be Harold Tom Crick. Hanks.
1: Can't be Harold Crick. Tom. Cruz can't be harold crick david schwimmer could be harold crick mm, no it wouldn't be good no but he could do it david spade too far couldn't be harold crick chris rock could be harold crick that would have been wild that would have been wild so you, got, you got uh, you got you got will ferrell vince vaughn could have done this yeah um i'm trying to think 2006 ben stiller could have done this i don't think he could have i don't yeah, think he you could have.
0: you don't know that he was ready or what do you what do you know no, about he's, ben he's stiller, doesn't, he doesn't he doesn't give
1: me that so there's there's a certain amount of, like, earnestness you need for this part that I don't believe Ben Stiller has. Like, if Ben Stiller was in this, or David Spade was in this, this comes out as a comedy, right? It's it's funny. You laugh. When he right. gives her the flat. when David Spade gives her the flowers, you're like, this guy.
0: This, this silly when man. When Tom
1: Hanks gives her the flowers, you're like, oh, of course. Of course he did. Of course Jason, he did. He's perfect. Jason Bateman was young at this time. Jason Bateman from Arrested Development, yeah jason bateman could have done it i don't know that jason bateman had the because that's the other thing is you need somebody with an established credit of comedy movies
0: right so he so jason bateman i mean it was a small like cameo role but he was in dodgeball that's true that's true As one of the announcers which forget. was two years prior was a forget. bold strategy cotton let's see how it plays out for him Um, yeah, it's
1: gotta be somebody like Will Ferrell does as much to sell this movie just by existing in it, right? Like it it, it is, it, it rests on his laurels a little bit because you need to be not expecting what you
0: get. Okay. Here's okay. Season 32 SNL. This was 2006. God, I know, right? Most of these guys could have done it. Fred Armisen, Will Forte, Bill Hader, Daryl Hammond. I don't know who Daryl Hammond is. Uh, yeah, you do. He could not. I do. Seth Myers. No, not Seth Myers. Uh, Actually, Hader was
1: one of the names I was going to pick, but I wasn't sure he was active.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. This was made for Jason Sudeikis. Andy Sandberg. Nope. No. Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson. No, of course not. <laughs> I honestly Kenan think Sudeikis Th- is a little far. Little did he know. <laughs> that, uh, I mean, that would have been Chris Rock, too. <laughs> The hell you uh, mean? Little did he know! <laughs> oh my god! Listen to these hosts. 2006, you're gonna die. die. Do you know who the season opener for season 32 of, of SNL was? Host. Um, just two, 2006. You will
1: not guess. It. You might. No, I have no idea. I bet the musical guest was Justin Timberlake. No, it was so
0: much better than everything you just said. Dane Cook with <laughs> guest The Killers. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that episode. Oh, so good. Uh Dane Cook could have done this. Dane Cook was born for this movie, yeah. Um uh- Reynolds. Could have done this. Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds? Oh, I thought you were going to say Tim Reynolds, like Dave Matthews' guitar player. No, not Tim Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Uh, let's see. Here's Here were the hosts in 2006, <laughs> now that I'm here. Uh, Jamie Presley, who I don't know. Uh, oh, she was not. Uh, she was the other girl that is not the one girl from My Name is Earl. It's the girl that looks like the girl from Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. John C. Riley was week three. He couldn't have done it. Hugh Laurie, uh, wrong city. Alec Baldwin, no. Ludacris, 100%. <laughs> Matthew Fox, 100%. <laughs> Matthew uh, Fox
1: from Lost?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Annette Benning, who I think is just uh, Elizabeth Warren in a skin suit. Uh, Justin Timberlake could have done this. Jake Gyllenhaal couldn't have done this Would for a been, very specific reason. Been very weird. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been, been, uh, been very weird. Jeremy Piven, who I don't know. Oh, Ari Gold could not have done yeah. this. Uh, Drew Barrymore wasn't her. Forrest Whitaker, 100% every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> rain wilson huh um, rain wilson
1: would have been a different movie for sure
0: yeah it would have it would have been uh who directed her with uh spike jones spike jones spike jones would have had direct rain wilson in this
1: instead of mark forster the guy that did uh uh christopher robin
0: that is what he did god i could not freaking yeah, remember christopher
1: robin and finding neverland and also yes.
0: world war z yes julia louis <laughs> dreyfus is it no. lewis or Louis? louis it's louis it's louis louis julia louis dreyfus she would have been great here uh peyton manning obviously (laughs) the sheriff shia labeouf uh scarlett johansson um can do any role i know yeah because he's a method actor so he just shia labeouf yeah um he was coming off of uh holes at this point you know what would have been been really no he was he was promoting April 14th he was promoting transformer yeah Uh, sorry or
1: maybe wall street
0: (laughs) yeah scarlett johansson could have played queen latifah's part that's a joke about scarlett johansson (laughs) playing the wrong part (laughs) <laughs> uh... Molly Shannon, uh, and then Zach Braff. Zach Braff could have done this. He's used to narrating.
1: Zach Braff didn't narrate it, though. So apparently they, um, Will Ferrell, while he was recording or, or filming this movie, like wore an earpiece, and they just had, was... they had Emma Thompson talk into the earpiece and like deliver that's, the lines.
0: That's so cool. So he can
1: respond in real time, but none of the other actors have any idea what's going on, which that is, is cool. phenomenal. So good. You ever watch, uh, so we, we have these headphones, right, that we record the podcast with, right? Like, like good, like studio monitors. Yeah. You ever watch a movie with a movie? With these? I'm sure I have. Because, like, I was watching this earlier, like, on my computer waiting for stuff to import so I could up or edit a podcast, and I was just, like, blown away by the sound design, with it being half an inch from my ears. Just like, wow, you can really hear that toothbrushing. I was like, it's so crisp and beautiful. And are-, are all movies like this?
0: So you're saying you're gonna start watching movies with our studio monitors on? I don't
1: know, maybe, maybe, maybe headphones is the way to go.
0: I've, I use the Bose more than anything.
1: I use the TV with, with like, my, my surround sound system. Do you like that? You I do like that, that, but it just doesn't deliver the same and, and for a movie like this, it's hard. Like anything made between 2000 and 2010, it's hard to watch with this round sun system because like when the um when the bulldozer uh, comes into his apartment, um it, it blows my wall apart too.
0: <laughs> I had to get a new wall. Can I tell you something about that scene? Did his apartment building shrink since I watched this as a youth? No. It's always been small. I yeah. mean, obviously it has, right? But like in my brain, he lived like 30 or 40 stories up.
1: No, he lives in like a really boring little apartment building near the big stuff. Again, this is like a nowhere city that can't exist where all right. the streets and buses and people are named after mathematicians. All of yes, them. All of them. Uh, There's something about Pascal's Gamble or whatever, Pascal's whatever it's called it has to do with i don't know i don't know what Blaise pascal talked about but it has something to do with her question ethan
0: what am i living in a comedy or a tragedy um i don't know a comedy i think so i will not die at the end i mean you
1: will die at the end yeah that's the problem with life as as it is stranger than fiction um mm. you know because we can you all... prove
0: that i'll die can't wait can you prove that i'll die because there's seven billion people that have never died
1: right but like well can you though there's more than that that have though
0: are there yeah when i was on a well instant messenger you could do a little code to have a random fact pop up in your away message and sometimes it would be like there are more people alive today than have ever died and i remember reading reading that and being like, I don't think so.
1: No, oh God, this is a really bad time to be Googling this. So I just typed <laughs> how many people have died into Google. Uh, 211,000. I'll tell you what it's about. Yeah, it ain't about uh, ever. It's about in the last eight months. Um,
0: let's see. Can you hear my daughter crying in the background? Nope. Mm, I can't. Um, so
1: there are currently in 2019, there were 7.692 billion people on earth, which is uh, 7.1% of people ever born.
0: Okay. So it's, I would say closer than uh, I Oh, here we, here here we go. Here we go.
1: A um, hundred and eight billion people have died. AOL Instant Messenger lives. Ha- no, me. have, have, have ever lived. Sorry, that seems crazy. Why would they do that? Because AOL Instant Messenger facts, where you learned the thing about malaria.
0: No, but I I don't know how true that there's... is. I've done some further research on that. I have done none. Reports. I took
1: you at face value when you said that to me like ten years ago, and I've told almost everybody I've ever met since then.
0: <laughs> just, there's some conflicting reports. It's it's probably between thirty and fifty percent. For some all reason, it comes up. died? All the. F- time like i've
1: talked about this so many times in my life it's a lot malaria is a real problem it sucks
0: and it's fixable that's the worst part Mm -hmm. yeah you can just get a vaccine you can get a vaccine or you can get a freaking net for your bed
1: why that doesn't that's not that's not effective
0: it's not not effective i mean it's It's like wearing a mask
1: it's more effective than than nothing but it's less effective than
0: condoms Mm, that's probably true so stranger than fiction uh let me ask you this ethan did you get to go to space camp as a kid Nope. Do you want to go as an adult? Not really. I don't want to do the gyroscope. Thing.
1: I don't want to do the gyroscope thing. Yeah, that's the big. Thing. That was the thing I thought about immediately. <laughs> I was like, I'll throw up a lot, like a lot, uh, yeah, I, I, like a eh. lot. Um, when I was ten, I might not have, but as an adult, as a twenty-seven-year-old man, um, I will throw up a lot, like an embarrassing amount. What
0: is your ideal vacation? Tell me now. It's <sighs> a big question. It is because I feel like at. at Sometimes I think to myself, "What a wonderful man." We're bringing in a song in year four. It's like I've been on a wide variety of trips, right? Like I've I've been I've done all kinds
1: of different levels of of activities. Uh huh. From like on one hand, you have like I went on a cruise, right? Uh huh. Where everything happens all day, all the time, right? You don't have to plan anything. You can just walk around, and something will happen to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then on the other end was the time that me and your family went to the beach in the winter and did nothing absolutely nothing for five days, right? And both of those things are awesome. Yeah. What I don't love is a trip that falls right in the middle where like somehow it has fallen to me to plan everything. Mm. That is not fun for me.
0: I've been to, uh, I've been in a situation with your girlfriend, major shout out Kate, where all of a sudden we need to go to a restaurant and all of the decision lands on you because she can't pick where to go. Yep. This isn't like, I understand this is like a meme, right? That like a woman won't tell you. No, where this she is wants my life. To... This is my existence. <laughs> Kate like cannot yep, just decide. It just won't.
1: <laughs> Simply will not. <laughs> Speaking of Kate, she hates this movie. Um, really? Yeah, she's gonna. If I say that out too loud, she's gonna yell at me through the wall and be like, "I don't hate this movie. I just don't like Will Ferrell in it." Oh, I love
0: Will Ferrell in this. I, to me, again, this is why I made my defense earlier that it could only be Will Ferrell. Uh, to me, Will Ferrell in this. Makes every other Will Ferrell role better. Better and worse
1: at the same time, right? Because on one hand, yeah, you're like, man, Will Ferrell, what a guy. He could also do that. But then sometimes I'm watching semi pro and I'm like, why don't you act good all the time? So I think that there is. Like, why do you act bad? Ever? Like, you're Ron Burgundy.
0: Ron Burgundy is great. I think, okay. You're Buddy the Elf. Yeah. What a great movie. (laughs) Semi pro is. The worst? Uh, It's a tarnish. It's horrible. It's it's like if there was no semi pro and maybe no blades of glory, we'd have a different problem. But nah, like- blades
1: of glory is fine. Blades of glory can stand. There's a lot worse uh, issues in the catalog than like. So here's here's. I don't love blades of glory, right? It's not my favorite. feral by any means. Um, Luke Besides,
0: Wilson is who they would have gotten to play this part.
1: It's not even my favorite. That would have been terrible.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm just telling you. That's <laughs> you know, I, didn't,
1: I didn't bring that up earlier because it would have been terrible. But yeah, that was, yeah, I had the same thought as they would have picked one of the Wilsons. Yeah. Now, if if this was Stranger to the Fiction as directed by Wes
0: Anderson, maybe. And instead of Dustin Hoffman, it was Bill Murray.
1: Yeah, instead of Dustin Hoffman, it was Bill Murray. And it was probably still
0: Emma Thompson. Although it definitely yeah. wouldn't have been Quinn Latifa In 2006? Or ever. Hector in Hector Zeroni in Grand Budapest Hotel? No. Oh, who's the black kid? There isn't a black kid. You th- the, the bellboy. The bell He's like Arab. Huh. I don't think I've seen that movie from beginning to end. To oh, it's really be completely good. completely honest with you. But uh, well, yeah, no, there's, I've, I've there's watched, not a whole lot
1: of, of minority representation of
0: in, uh, in Wes Anderson movies. Or in this film. There's a lot of women. There's a lot of women uh there's queen latifah who has a few lines and then the only other black woman in the movie is the bus oh, there's two driver other black women. there's a bus driver who almost kills harold crick so and there's another one with a speaking line uh who tells him that uh i think it was a black woman could be misremembering He tells him that uh you can't just talk to karen she's not it's not how this works
1: i don't think this movie passes the Bechtel test it definitely does does it yeah queen latifah and uh karen talk about death right but they're like always talking about harold right like everything they talk about is about harold guess i don't know that there's some really good like really funny what's the girl's name from uh what was who does helena bottom carter play no that's not her name yeah yeah in fight club that's Helen bottom carter yeah it is yeah who does she what is her name it's like margo or something yeah um she it, emma thompson has some real that person lines in this movie when she says things like i don't need nicotine patches i smoke cigarettes yeah and I'm like, that is so funny. It would just be such that it would be such like black comedy. If it was any other, she wasn't sitting under in the, in the pouring rain. Marla, Marla, Marla singer. Yeah. Marco. Yep, yep, yep. Um, we we're talking about something completely lost that train of thought. I don't know, man. You tell me. Yeah, I don't know. Something about Luke Wilson. We we're talking about you. I was taking something and you talked about Luke Wilson. Um, I'm going to get back there. I don't remember. It was a good point. It's gone.
0: It's gone for All I know is I've, I thoroughly enjoyed this. This movie wouldn't have been garbage if it was
1: Luke Wilson. I'm just sitting here thinking about like, look, Karen, you can't kill me.
0: (laughs) What else has Luke Wilson done? He was Idiocracy, right? That was his version of this. Same year. I knew it. Yeah, but like it just wouldn't be good. It would be
1: so weird. Talladega Nights was the same year as this. Was it really? Oh, Feral. We're talking about the Feral canon, right? So like, I don't love Blades of Glory that much. This is what I was, this is the point I was making, right? Blades of Glory is better than every Andy Samberg movie ever. It's better than everything Andy Samberg's ever done hot rod ever hot rod's garbage oh see that's that movie sucks that movie that movie is semi-pro level oh i disagree it's not fun it's a gun rod i'm here to party (laughs) it's the funniest thing i've ever heard in my life
0: (laughs) oh man wow you really just hate not a big fan i'd say i mean so okay but like compare like like you're you're saying you're saying that blades of glory is better than brooklyn
1: 99 yeah andy Sandberg is the worst part of the worst thing michael sure has ever done who the creator of what Brooklyn Nine-Nine, oh. who does like The Office, of Parks and Rec, and The Good Place, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I know people love them some Brooklyn Nine-Nine, though. Look, I love Terry Crews. I love the Corgi. They're great. Then it falls to Andy Samberg to say things, and his whole thing is just to be like... Bro,
0: the problem. Is, so the issue with Brooklyn Nine Nine, I think that people run into, is that Andy Samberg is supposed to be the relatable white guy character, right? Right. And he's not Ted. He's not Ross. He's not no. Matthew Matthew. He's also not white. No, he's not. But that's like the role that he's filling here.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's he is the audience surrogate,
0: right? But he's not relatable. Nobody's I watching this show. I'm just like, not. Oh, Boyle, that's the character. I'm not I crazy to about
1: it. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Anyway, I just don't. Blaze of Glory is. Yeah, better than everything Andy Samberg has done. And I I don't think it's a top five feral. How afraid are you to revisit Blades of Glory? Not that afraid, actually. I've seen it a fair few times. I've also seen it a fair few times, but I- Talladega Nights didn't do it for me this year. I think that that the Blades of Glory goes in with lower expectations. Like, I think there's a real- If we'd done it last year, I think there was a real world where Blades of Glory came in ahead of Talladega Nights for me, just because of that, like, expectation factor.
0: I'd be curious to see, because I don't think that would happen.
1: I don't think it would either, but, like, there's a reality where, you know- I'm expecting Blades of Glory to be a five, and I end up with a six. And I'm expecting Talladega Knights to be a nine and a half,
0: right? And I end up with a six. I expect when I sit there and watch Talladega Nights, I'm expecting him to be like, "Dear Lord, baby Jesus."
1: Right. This has always been the <laughs> when he gets the part where he's like, "Our sons, Walker and, and it's Texas literally, Ranger." It's funnier for me when I say the lines in my own head. Right. Like, I'll laugh at myself right now if I say the thing like, in a binding contract, which stipulates I mentioned Powerade at each grace.
0: my smoking hot wife
1: this is the same this is the same thing with ever's new groove right like if somebody's like hey man you throw off my groove i'm like bah! i'd say uh, that squeaking, again squeaking, a squeak, 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 squeak squeak squeaker <laughs> the boys had specially met for goose go goose goes poison that poison i'll die i'll die every time every time this is where she becomes opens the trench coat and a pile of hams falls out <laughs> <coughs> no, I, every time I watch *Talladega Nights*, I'm expecting it to be as good as this, and it's not.
0: Right? Yeah, I think that is the issue. Is that like *Talladega Nights* lives in in mimitude. Right. It's like the yeah,
1: the version of it I remember in my
0: own brain is funnier than the actual movie. Have you seen? There's this like trend going around right now that's like the way two straight white men become friends is by quoting borat to each other <laughs> yeah like it's like a guarantee like if you're like i don't know how to make friends just look like look at another straight white guy and be like my wife, my wife.
1: <laughs> i don't i don't like borat at all like that is the I've kind of humor See, the kind of humor i don't vibe
0: with it's oh that. it makes me so uncomfortable yeah. just thinking about it yeah
1: yeah and but every time i'll be listening to hey River riddle and add and file just be like my wife and i'll be like <laughs> Peak comedy, bro. My wife, <laughs> my wife, very
0: nice. <laughs> my name is Borat. I come from Kazakhstan. <laughs> it was, and that was literally like I. I feel so bad for our teachers in high school. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is anything that Sasha Baron Cohen says though? Because you could look at me and be like, "Ricky Booby."
0: <laughs> could you do? Could you hold on? So if I saw you and I started singing that that song from Lay Miz, you'd be like, "Ah ha ha! The master of the house." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, that was high school, like yeah it was uh nick what was nick's last name it's a bunch of nick o'keefe no nick who worked at like tilly's before tilly's existed i don't know nick b it's like nick Barto or bill bro bill bro nick Bilbro. nick bro. bill bro <laughs> nick bill and ricky webster yeah were always like if i saw them and looked at them long enough they would respond and be like my wife my wife <laughs> It's not very nice. And that's one of those things where, like, it's
1: really hard to find that clip on the internet. Like, it's, it's, you could go, like, bore out my wife and it, like, it's just a bunch of impressions to the point right. where it's one of those things where I don't necessarily believe it ever existed. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Do you, I, ugh, I don't miss that part of high school. Nick was a nice guy. Ricky was a nice guy. But, uh, I don't miss
1: many things about high school. Being an <laughs> adult is
0: way better. <laughs> I have adult money now. I can just buy Lego sets. Right, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I didn't have to wait for Christmas. I can just be like,
1: oh, there's a new Millennium Falcon came out. Hell yeah. And like, the truth is, I could buy any Lego set. Yeah, I can make it happen. I can make it happen. There's I mean there's the there's the one Millennium Falcon that's like in nine hundred dollars That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But if I like I wouldn't have to wait till Christmas. No, I have the Harry, the Harry Potter castle, the big one. I've done it. I built it. Where is it now? This is at my mom's house because I'm afraid to move it? <laughs> And I don't have a space for it in this apartment. Mom's like, yeah, I- I'll, was just, talking- I'll just keep it for now. And then I'll get a house and it'll live on the on the same place with my trains. And they'll just circle around it.
0: I was, okay. I was talking to my mom and she was like, I used to buy you all these Lego sets when you were a kid and then you would put them together and then destroy them use the pieces for other stuff. And I was like, mom, that was literally the point. Yeah,
1: and, and then one day it clicks and changes, and you're like, if this falls apart, I will die.
0: You put together enough uh, Walmart and Ikea furniture.
1: But no, no, it's not even that. It's like, I'll get a Lego set these days, and it'll be like a, you know, like a Star Wars like BB-8 or whatever, and I'm like, I will protect this thing with my life, as though it were my child. Because if this antenna falls off, I'll kill somebody.
0: uh, The BB-8 pieces wouldn't look good with all the other pieces. There's a lot of orange on BB-8. Yeah, I don't need orange. I need red and green and blue and yellow. Those are primary colors. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> now they sell, they sell like the Lego creator kit, right? That's just like a hundred red pieces and a hundred blue pieces and a hundred green pieces and a hundred yellow pieces and a hundred white pieces, just like assorted pieces. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I wanted from the beginning though.
0: They've always said, you've always been able to buy a box of just assorted pieces.
1: Have you? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Cause I had those. I remember I would like design my own little like eight bit rocket ship yeah. and then build like 10 of them and be like, now I have a rocket fleet.
1: I just remember I built a bunch of stuff with Legos, and I was like, man, I would love to, like, disassemble this stuff and whatever. And, like, my dad went in the trading post and found somebody that was selling, like, I don't know, a Rubbermaid tub full of assorted Lego pieces for, like, $8. Done. And he was just like, here's a big box of Lego pieces. You don't need to destroy the things. I was like, cool. I'm going to step on all of these forever. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Nice. Nice, bro rip it. We're going to grip it and rip it. Is that a bush? It's a bush. Just bush normal? Bush diesel. Bush diesel. I thought it was a fresca at first, because all I saw was the SC. Your hand was covering the rest of it. I literally was like, where did you get? Why did you get a fresca?
0: No, I would never get a fresca. I do know that in high school, as long as we're talking about unusual drinks to purchase. There was a time when uh, you only no, get...
1: pause. Save this conversation.
0: Okay. Just t- say something else about something else. Uh, Just hold on to that in your brain, though. Okay. Uh, as long as we're talking about it, Phantom of the Opera, 25th anniversary edition is I don't know. I know it's your favorite, but
1: Be careful how you proceed, good man <laughs> In,
0: In year four tip- poor- <laughs> <laughs> <tipper it laughs> good man Burgh, your grievance is legitimate, but I stand by what I said every bit of it then Stand. You stand only for yourself It's what you do I won't apologize for stating what's true Ugh. I have the honor to be your obedient servant. T car. I was watching Hamilton the other
1: day, and I've gotten like there's so many TikTok sounds from Hamilton, right, that I can't separate them from reality anymore. As so they did the <laughs> end of that song, and it was like a dot Ham, a dot Burr, and then I was expecting it to keep going back and right. forth, and it didn't. And I was like,
0: huh? Did they mess it up in the show? This is the Thomas, and I was expecting that I'm in the cabinet. <laughs> can you get out no (laughs) Uh, that is the modern day equivalent of my wife oh for sure (laughs) (laughs) the 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 one the one i love is the the tiktoks that are like this
1: is all gen z humor is and then it's just like a plane with the middle taken out of it and the end shoved together and it's just like i could just photoshop a plane and then it just has pln written over it What hang on, I'll send it to you. This this is this is the great idea I had for that podcast that one time where I described TikToks badly for half an hour for half a minute. (laughs) (laughs) i still think that was the best idea i've ever had and i don't know why i didn't do it
0: it's not too late ethan
1: it's not too late yeah i got two days to start it now that i've said this i was
0: was telling you uh the other day we were talking and uh, i don't know i gotta find this and i like way too many things so this is gonna take me a minute well while you're looking for that i don't know why other social media platforms exist post tiktok oh yeah have you opened instagram lately yeah. I open Instagram and I'm like, everything's st- still and it's all people I know. This is boring. All right, And somebody posts a video and it like doesn't loop. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it so long? I will watch somebody's Instagram story and I will like try to pause it by tapping on it and then go to the next video and I'm like, no, no, stop! TikTok has taken over.
1: Freaking, you could literally, I could be sitting here just minding my own business and somebody could just be like, every cowboy needs a hat, and I will lose my shit. My wife, I like too many things. I'm I'm aggressive with the like button. Are you like, ha, ha.
0: double tap, ha, <laughs> yep, double tap. I just follow them if I if I see their stuff and it's good.
1: If I see somebody twice, I'll follow them.
0: Really? Usually yeah it's a low standard
1: i have noticed there's There's a lot of there's so many videos of hams in here i will tell you that much
0: (laughs) Because I'm not Carolyn- cognizant about
1: what I like and don't like. Like, it's it's an unconscious decision, right?
0: Carolyn Dunton was the very first TikTok creator that I ever followed.
1: I'll go back and look through it and I'll be like, man, I really like this thing.
0: <laughs> Early on in TikTok, I would only like recipes so that I could like go to my likes and be like, I'm going to make this. Oh, I tried for about three days
1: to like use my likes as a thing that were to save the videos that I wanted to see again. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm gone. Gone are those days. <laughs> oh, that was, that was a good one. Mambo number five and make it gay. That was a good one. <laughs> What? It's just it's all the ends of the names are cut off, so it's just men's names. It's just like a little bit of Eric in my life. <laughs> a little bit of Sam by my side. <laughs> and that spawned a whole bunch of them that was like mama number five, but everything rhymes with Angela. <laughs> it was just like Angela, Pandela, Sandela. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we need to laugh more on this podcast. That's actually when I was sitting down and listening to Year Three. I'd never listened to a single episode of this show. <laughs> But when I was thinking Your three about was the show, real serious. What? Year 3 was real serious. It was. We watched some serious watched stuff. Watched a lot of serious movies. I think about... Do you, how often do you think about Whiplash? Because I'm on a daily right now.
1: Um, I think about Whiplash all the time. I've been thinking about Whiplash all the time for the first time I saw it six years ago. Yeah. So yeah, good. Recently, you were like, I don't know if I'm ever going to watch it again. And I was like, that was the dumbest thing you've ever said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, you don't... You're like you. You just want to watch it again. I'm like all the time. I have to limit myself. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are some other movies while we're talking about it that you only get ten viewings of in this life? So you uh, can Birdman or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. I would say Jurassic Park. I've seen. Been on that I have seen me. Jurassic
1: Park ten times uh, within the first ten days of me seeing Jurassic Park. Yeah, that good. There was a while where uh, the only movie I watched was Jurassic- like I would come home from school and I would watch Jurassic Park, and then we would eat dinner, and then I would go to bed.
0: What's one that you savor that you used to not savor, but now you do? Uh, for me, it's The Dark Knight. I think I have always
1: unintentionally savored that. Like, those are movies where I'm like, oh, I can't watch this too often.
0: What's one you messed up? This is a good question. I can tell you mine. What do you mean? Easy. One that you should have savored, but didn't. Uh, Talladega
1: Nights, The Paladin of Ricky Bobby. What? <laughs> Thor
0: Ragnarok. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok in a long time. But you've seen it more than any other Marvel movie. No, I've seen Iron Man more than any other Marvel movie. Well, yeah. I mean, I was 2008. Um, um, I, I was a kid. Iron Man. Yeah, that's it. Iron Man. <laughs> Speaking of 2008, I want to talk about 2006, the year Stranger I Than Fiction savor, came out. I
1: savor, real quick, I savor Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm.
0: That is a good one. I wanna talk about why 2006 is so important. Okay, uh, where were we in life? We knew each other. You and I were 14, I turned 14 in 2006. Uh, but this is why 2006 is so important is Harold Crick carries a wristwatch because June 29th, 2007, the iPhone comes out. This would have been so bad if it was his phone. Wristwatch is so much better. Yeah. In every way. Um, This would have been the same movie though. No, no. <laughs> yes, it would have because it would have just
1: started literally with the premise of Harold Crick wears a wristwatch. Just a regular wristwatch. All it does is tell time. It has no fitness features whatsoever. (laughs) It cannot tell Harold how many times he's brushed his teeth. It cannot tell Harold how many times his heart is beaten. I've got a whole movie right here. Stranger than fiction Two, um, stranger than a uh, lowercase i-fiction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Somebody, that's because that's the absurd
1: premise, right? Because we, the first minute is us being introduced to Harold Crick, who is a weird go. This is Mariah Reynolds dressed as bacon. This was a really good day on TikTok. What? You haven't seen this? No. The girl that plays Mariah Reynolds fucking walks out wearing a bacon costume. Like in the middle of the show? No, Like a rehearsal. Okay. I'm sending it to you. You got mad at me one time for sending you TikToks in the app, so I've reverted to uh, texting them to you. I mean, it's whatever you want to do. I'm sure that I've scrolled past
0: this video I'm looking for at some point. There's a longer version. Well, meets meets M E A T S. (laughs) (laughs) If you were in Hamilton, Ethan, what part would you play?
1: Um, well, I'm white, so so King George. Really limiting the the. I got a King George or ensemble And,
0: and Samuel Seabury. He's an ensemble member. Yes. My Samuel Seabury was black. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I think. No, I lied. Nope. It was, uh, he was always black, but, um, I'm a general. Whee! That dude.
1: Oh, the Charles Lee guy?
0: Charles Lee. Yeah. Yeah. And he he was black in the original cast as well. So there we go. I think he was Hispanic. Person of color.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was talking with Kate about this recently. We were watching Hamilton and thinking about like what it's going to be like, because obviously like in the professional, you know, Actors Equity Union productions, like, I don't know if it's a written rule or however it works, but like the principal cast members with the exception of King George are people of color in Hamilton, right? Right. But like here in a few years, Hamilton will be licensed out. So like anybody can do Hamilton. Like Mill Mountain Theater can do Hamilton.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, doggy. Can you
1: imagine I'm curious as to, because people are going to immediately start trying to, this is just the way the world works, um, partially just due to like, you know, a lot of the uh, very talented minorities in theaters are, you you know, in real Hamilton's, you know, it's, it's, there's not, there's, 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 I would say your average uh, local theater company has more white people
0: hanging around than not. Yes. I will say uh, that when we were growing up, the dude who always played God in Children of Eden was black.
1: Yeah, I I do. Because you've seen Children of Eden 400 times, right? Oh, we all have. We all have. You, it's me. An Appalachian tradition. You, me, the McElroy's. The <laughs> yeah. only people that know that show exists. <laughs> also, if you ever go, it's it's Steven Schwartz, right? The guy that wrote Wicked, I'm pretty sure. Is it? Yeah. Sure. Hang on. No, it's not. What
0: am I thinking? John Cared. Maybe God's. No, is Stephen, Stephen Schwartz. Schwartz and John Cared. Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. So I yeah. thought. Yeah, musical lyrics by, by Stephen Schwartz. So yeah, he's the dude that wrote Wicked. Um, the music absolutely slaps in Children it's of Eden. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> But I like I've seen Emily Smith do it more than once. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen but. I've seen so many productions of Children of Eden around here, um, but that and that'll absolutely be how Hamilton is everywhere, right? Because like, how could you, if you're a local theater company, how could you not do Hamilton?
0: Right? You like can't if you like
1: you can't afford to not do Hamilton. And so that was what I was thinking of: is which which roles are they gonna like break first?
0: It would go from the outside in. Peggy will be a white woman. I think it, no, I, I maybe maybe. Um,
1: I think it'll be Burr. No,
0: white man couldn't do Burr. But Burr's
1: the villain. Yeah, right. So like, white people get to be King George gets to be a white person. White people get to be the villains. Samuel Seabury, um gets to be the, the villain on the side of the you know big government right let me uh, as long as we're
0: talking about hamilton it's like i think it's no, more no, no, important, on, as long it's as more we're important talking about for... hamilton farmer refuted is not everybody's favorite song in hamilton and i don't understand
1: i was with you there for a minute and i still really like it uh it's not my favorite ah well there's there's there's, so there's there's fewer bad songs in hamilton than any other musical
0: ever right like ever. well i mean there's like 40 songs so there are more bad songs in hamilton than there are like songs in dear evan hansen i mean that's fair yeah
1: the Higher second half of Dear Evan Hansen is entire second half of Dear Evan Hansen's reprises, right? <laughs> um, but like, they're... Okay, so like, so like, waving through a window would be the like thirtieth best song in Hamilton.
0: That'd be a tough ranking to do. <laughs> we'll have to call it girls from Sincerely. Us. Hamilton's,
1: Hamilton's tough though because Hamilton doesn't have any um, like Deer, like waving through a window is just a song, right? Like it could be anywhere in the musical in any musical ever like it has no there's it doesn't mean anything right like it, it obviously they, they tie story beats to it but like there's no there's no proper nouns in it you know there's no anything right because like even in the middle in the middle of wait for it you know burr's just like hamilton faces an endless uphill climb it's like okay well you could have put this on the radio but you did make it about hamilton right like it has to everything has to come back to something and that's the the evidence of it it's inner woman and whatever but it also means there's no like there's no singles from hamilton
0: right i think yeah your best bet would be to take the Jonathan Groff songs honestly
1: yeah for sure um let's say like, yeah what, what do you, what song do you show a person trying to get into Hamilton that's the real question
0: you show them the opening number
1: the opening number Honestly, the more I get further into it, the opening number is a bottom 10 song. I, I, it's the more I get into it, the more I'm like, it's I so it. boring.
0: It's also like there's no story in it, so I don't care. Right. I don't care uh, at all. And then I, I, was, I would show some, but but if I'm trying to get somebody into it, the opening number Farmer Refuted, You'll Be Back. Uh, I,
1: I room I where it know. happened. Yeah.
0: Yorktown. What did I miss? Dear Theodosia.
1: Yeah. Dear Theodosia is tough because the entire second half is listening to Lynn try to sing.
0: Yeah. Badly.
1: <laughs> Poor
0: guy. The Reynolds Pamphlet. Oh, the election of eighteen hundred. That's one of my favorites. Same
1: underrated song. Yeah,
0: people are sleeping on Farmer Refuted though, and I'm just not. I'm not here for it. But I want to tie this back into Stranger Than Fiction. Stranger Than Fiction. I do because I really genuinely love this movie, and I want to talk about Maggie Gyllenhaal for a minute.
1: Okay, I love their story. I truly do. Like you said earlier at the top of the show, that you could live without the love story. I no, 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 no.
0: I could not live without the love story. Okay, Don't, don't. Misquote me. Well, I, I just don't think that the movie is the love story.
1: No, yeah, I, I would agree.
0: Um, here's the thing about Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal is and will always be the better Gyllenhaal. Anna Pascal. uh I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I think you you have this weird like Jake Gyllenhaal's name isn't even Ethan. He looks nothing like and Ethan. I don't Hawk. like Jake Gyllenhaal that much. You like at war with Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't like see I just really don't like Donnie Darko.
0: Donnie Darko is great. It's also got Maggie Gyllenhaal uh, in yeah, it and you know what? This was what it took
1: for me to forgive her.
0: <laughs> Anna Pascal, great name, uh runs a bakery called The Uprising. The Uprising? And he's su- what- and he's surprised when she's a revolutionary. But she's like a like a she's not even like a leftist revolutionary. She's like not paying taxes. Um yeah, I think that you're confused, like a lot of
1: Americans, at me included. Sometimes you're confused as to what the actual left looks like,
0: like Maggie Gillen.
1: But it's like it's not that she doesn't want to pay taxes. She said she's fine paying the taxes. She doesn't want her taxes to go to to defense X, planning.
0: Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. The uprising. What a good freaking name! Like screw everything else. I'm opening a freaking bakery. Like she's calling it the uprising. She falls further to the left
1: than Bernard Sanders.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Um, You're know, more in common with uh, uh, with the Lennons, Vladimir and John, than
0: the Sanders, than the <laughs> Sanders. burn <Bernie> <laughs> and Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, uh, I love I, I, I remember listening to her story in this movie. This is odd. Oddly enough, this was one of the few movies that actually made me feel like I could do something other than like go to college and get job. Right. Like listening to her story of I went to Harvard and I baked cookies and I was good at it, so I opened this bakery instead right. of going to Harvard inspired me more than a few years later Mark Zuckerberg being like, I went to Harvard and dropped out because I invented Facebook. Right. She could just be happy owning a bakery and Right. You don't have to be endlessly ambitious to be the richest man alive. No. But she needs you to be a little
1: just- bit ambitious. You need just a little bit of it. <laughs> she needs to fall somewhere <laughs> somewhere between Harold Crick at the beginning of the movie and Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, <laughs> uh, but it's, 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 that's the thing is, is he has to learn that lesson and he can't learn it from Dustin Hoffman. And he can't learn it from the narrator. He has to learn it from her. And that's what makes the book good. And that's what makes the movie good. And then when he dies, it's what makes the book good. um And then when he doesn't die, it's what makes the movie good is that he has to learn this lesson from her that like life is about more than just doing The thing that you get up, like he teaches, she teaches him to break the rules in so many different ways that maybe it's not all about paying taxes and maybe it's not all about going to school and like the thing you're set out to do and prescribed to do. And like, cause he can't fathom that she didn't go to like baking school. Right. She Mm -hmm. went to Harvard law school and learned to bake, taught herself, taught herself to, but, but, but she learned that at Harvard. Right. Like, right. She couldn't ha- have, if she hadn't gone to Harvard Law, she would not have learned to bake.
0: Right. Had she gone to...
1: If she'd gone to be an insurance actuary, she probably would not have learned to bake.
0: Right. She would have been an insurance actuary because she wouldn't need insane study halls. Because that's what she, that's what he did. That's what Harold did. Right.
1: Harold graduated from, graduated middle of his class from blank state and got a job, his first job out of college and stayed
0: there. Yeah. For 12 years.
1: Yeah, until he goes and audits this girl who changes his life. And it turns out he's had this weird dude living inside of him, right? He, He knows one song on guitar, and it's Go the Whole Wide World by Reckless Eric.
0: Is that the name of that song? Yeah. That's a good song.
1: It's a good song, yeah. But and and that's the moment where she falls in love because she looks in she looks in the mirror, er, er, not at the mirror. She looks outside the kitchen, thinking, "What could this dude possibly know how to play a guitar?" And it's this song that she may or may not have ever heard of that like has some sort of meaning outside of of it's, like this is what he wants out of life, right? It's it's a, it's, a, it's a weird song by it's a one hit wonder by somebody that nobody's ever heard of, right? And he plays with this song and he sing he sits there singing with his eyes closed, and you just see this visceral moment where she falls in love with it. It's
0: beautiful. Well, and him singing that song communicates the tattered blue tele or stratocaster without it being there how good is that yeah you know yeah that like he goes and and i've felt this exact feeling so many times in my life where i will be in a store where i have enough money to buy the thing that like the expensive thing that i'm going to purchase the greater than hundred dollar thing that i'm there to buy right and i will be paralyzed by options yeah of like i need the one that communicates to me i get this with clothes all the time
1: what, yeah, what does this say about me?
0: Yeah. What does this communicate? And you, know, and, and, and you
1: know what? This movie is probably part of the reason I have those anxieties.
0: Right. Uh, it's I, because I, there's a
1: guitar on the wall that says, I'm compensated for something. Guess what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's so right. And it's so, yeah. I mean, it, it, it is exactly how I feel in this situation. Speaking and even of guitars, when you and, I,
1: and specifically yeah. one of the unmentioned guitars hanging on the wall, I would like to dedicate this episode to the late Edward Van Halen. Oh my God. Yeah. I would, yeah. I had just haven't processed that one yet. October sucks, man. October's not <laughs> October's good. October's the worst month.
0: <laughs> not good. Did you know that Eddie Van Halen uh, was the first concert I ever went to, was to see Van Halen. Uh, it was postponed. It was with you. Yeah. And your mom. We had front row seats that were advertised as third row seats.
1: Yeah, they were advertised third row seats that I think mom paid like sixty five dollars a ticket for.
0: Yeah, somehow, and, uh, and it was Eddie Van Halen with it was Van Halen with David
1: Lee Roth back in the band. David Lee Roth, yeah. yeah, with his his brother playing drums and his kid playing bass.
0: I kept wanting to say John Paul Jones, but that's the arena we saw it in.
1: Yeah, he's the bassist for Led Zeppelin. Who is John Paul Jones? Really? Well, he was also an explorer in the seventeen hundreds. Right, yeah, that's not, that's <laughs> the, what that's what the arena's name UVA for. didn't name. But, uh, yeah, school. John Paul Jones is the was the bass player for uh, Led Zeppelin.
0: Okay, so that was a rock and roll name. I wasn't like... Okay. Uh, David Lee Roth. Yeah, I mean, that was... And and to this that was day, not the first I, concert
1: I went to, but that was like that was the first concert I went to. I would say I to like,
0: this day I've not had a concert experience that quite matches. No, what I've had that a couple was. that came close for sure. I've um, had a couple that were that I was more involved in. I would say Streetlight Manifesto was the concert that I felt most connected to. Yeah, uh, I would agree because we had like you know mosh pit.
1: Yeah, the two times you and I have been to see Streetlight were, were very important moments.
0: Yeah, uh, and then I would say you know I mean we've been to Dave a hundred times. We've been to Jimmy Buffett a hundred times. Times. uh actually i don't know how many times see jimmy buffett was it twice once i honestly don't know i don't know i think you and i only went the once was it really
1: yeah, i've seen him three times
0: i could have swore it was more than one uh but i'm trying to think there was another one that came to mind that was like this was a very special concert yeah i've uh, been to,
1: i've definitely been to some events for sure uh i saw you two at uva's football stadium in like 2010 scott stadium Yeah, Scott Stadium, and that was a, like, that was, or 2009 or whatever, that was an event. Like, I walked away from that show feeling like, man, I could change the world just like Bono did. Right? I don't know what Bono did. Don't me either. Me either. But it was like. You know, all the stuff that went between the songs had, like, Archbism- Archbishop Desmond Tutu up there, like, talking about how together we can, you know, we can save the world, we can get Nelson Mandela out of jail, like, we can be the change. And then had, like, 500 mm-hmm. people from NBC International come on stage and, mm-hmm. like, sing this song and be like, hey, we want, you know, to be able to come to America and live here and, and you know... It- And illegal immigration, whatever. And it was like it was a big thing, man. And they played on this big outdoor stage. It was like a circular stage. That was a cool show. Um, I watched Bruce Springsteen say fuck George Bush into a microphone.
0: Nice. (laughs) Um, Springsteen was good. Uh, uh, Carrie Underwood put on a hell of a show. Oh, you know who put on a heck of a show? This is the one that that came to me. This is <laughs> I don't think I would enjoy this show nearly as much now. But uh, in like two thousand nine, uh, we I don't know if you were there, but uh, Three Doors Down. I was there. Were you there? Yeah, I was there. You and I went together. That was uh, that was when it was okay to be patriotic. Yeah, the, the but Three Doors Old Down <laughs> also
1: like wrote the theme song for the for the National Guard or whatever <laughs> right. that Citizen yeah. Soldier song. <laughs> yeah. Citizen Soldier. Um, I saw Green Day at ODU. That was. F- Awesome. That sounds cool. That was very yeah. cool. I was supposed to see Green Day this summer. Oh, uh, that didn't
0: happen. Best show I've been to is a High Tops football club show at the Crow's Nest. <laughs> at the
1: Crow's Nest. The, the, I still have the newspaper clipping somewhere from the captain's log. Where we got like roasted. Yeah, we got roasted.
0: <laughs> uh, I remember that dude wrote about us and I was like, that wasn't very nice. That <laughs> wasn't very nice. But I do have that article. What? No, I was wrong. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing to see here. What? No, I told you the other day about a, a, a movie date. I went on see a movie about 9-11. Yeah. And I thought for a second there that Maggie Gyllenhaal was in it. But... But uh, no, this is a different movie.
1: I wonder if there's a Captain's Log archive. That can be the
0: hash browns. We read that review. I don't think it was in the Captain's Log. I think it was in like... No, it was in the Captain's Log. MidAtlanticAltNation.com. No, it was in the Captain's Log. It was? Yeah. No, if it was real
1: press, then I would have made a bigger deal out of it.
0: I know that I wasn't a huge fan of the article because it was very mean. we were just doing an open mic night for our friends. Somebody was like, I'm going to be mean to these guys. Captain's log. Here we go.
1: You can indeed. It does look like there is an article. The clog. Yeah. How many, what year would that have been? 2014? God, Go on Facebook and there. find when the photos were posted. Golly. This man is a man on a mission. I am on a mission. Now I want to see this. Five years ago, we're getting here. We're getting somewhere. Have you been on Facebook on desktop oh, recently? Oh man, I might not be able to go that far back. Dang it.
0: Uh, let's see but 2014 right um, yeah i guess you posted in 2010 about UVA band day uh this
1: is december 1st 2014 or 15 my birthday. captains log student you believe 46 oh well
0: might not be able to find it so what is what give me some final thoughts ethan some final thoughts i don't know you give me some final thoughts you, t- you just talk about stuff what i said you talk about stuff oh. start talking about
1: stuff i don't know
0: uh, uh, <laughs> overall i i really enjoyed this film uh i really enjoyed everything about it i enjoyed watching it i enjoyed being a part of it i watched it with my mother-in-law and my wife last night she really enjoyed it it's just i don't know it was all around a good thing it's a good movie
1: yeah dang it i really wanted to find this <laughs> oh well i have the article somewhere but yeah no, this is is a really good movie I really enjoy this movie Um, this is one where like one of those movies where like when people say bad things about it I feel bad it's like you can't say that about my movie
0: right no I totally I totally totally hear what you're saying
1: like I was reading the Rotten Tomatoes articles or the reviews earlier and I was like you're being so mean to this movie movie never did anything to you he bought her flowers, so sweet. He's so sweet. So he brought her flowers, right? Yeah, A set an unrealistic expectation for men for sure. They're like, I'm ever oh, gonna yeah. come up with something as cute as I bought you flowers.
0: Oh, I know. Oh, I, the, I the, think the, I've done hey, it. listeners.
1: For those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about because you live in Britain and haven't re- watched this movie, uh, he she's a baker, right? And he brings her a whole box full of different types of flour, like F L O U R. How sweet is that? Now, how do you spell flour in Britain? F L O O O U U U U R E. Watching you, there's because there's already you in there, so that's to be more use.
0: Fleur de la cour.
1: Well, yeah, he brings her a bunch of different types of flowers, and she just can't even say anything. She just looks at him like, "Dang, okay, this might be the dude." And It turns out he is—he is the guy. He's her love, right? He's her her person. He's her lobster. Jason Segel could have played this part. You think? Yeah, if Jason Segel was standing there with the flowers, I would have believed him. I, that would have been—that would have been earnest enough for me. What are you
0: looking for? The same thing you're looking for. Oh, I gave up. Oh, I think I got it. You think you got it? Yeah, I or, think I got it. Okay, don't you, don't you worry about a thing, Ethan. You just you just keep. Well, you on actually talking. got it. I might. I might.
1: We'll, we'll bookmark it. We'll come back to it. All right. So I already have something I want to talk about in this week's hash browns. Oh,
0: what are we talking about in the hash browns? We're just Get talking. About, we're excited. Talking about excited.
1: I got stuff that I want to talk about in the hash browns. All right. This is why I told you to save your story about Fresca. Okay. Okay. So let's, um, let's get into the, we can, we can come back on the other end and talk about some stuff, but let's get into the big board then. I mean, obviously this goes at number one. There's nothing else on the board.
0: Yeah. This is number
1: one. This is so you're, this is, you have a cockamamie idea for what we should do with the big board.
0: Yeah. So, uh, we'll need to do a little bit of gathering of the review numbers from our listeners. But basically what I want to do is take your score and my score. Those are each weighted at 25%. Okay. Okay. So we make up 50% of the score. Well, this is easy this week because we both said 87. Right. So eighty-seven times fifty. Is a lot. Very good, Ethan. It's a bunch. It's many. It's four thousand three hundred and fifty. Okay. Uh and then we take the uh basically we take the critic and audience score from Rotten Tomatoes. That's another twenty percent. So we go to the uh Okay. I found the article, by the way. Did you? I did. It was not on uh captain's log it wasn't no it was uh the crux punk crossing i have like a clipping from the captain's log um, it's just not what it was i don't know what to tell you but it was because i had like a paper he must okay. have also
1: post it somewhere else because it's not the issue the archives don't go back that far for the captain's log
0: okay anyway i found it cool I, i'm looking at it now. i'm excited uh so so hold on, let's, let me, let me pull up a drive thing. Uh, bacon and eggs media. All right. I'm 200.
1: going through discord right now. Okay. Do you just need to know the numbers? Do you want to add them up or do, or do what?
0: Um, so hold on. We're doing 25% from Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic, right? 20% from Rotten Tomatoes, 5% from Metacritic, or should we do 10% from Metacritic and then 20% from bacon and eggs listening?
1: That sounds right. Yeah. That feels good. Cause Metacritic's already aggregate anyway.
0: Okay, so the official score for this film, 82.85, which rounds up to an 83. Now, we'll hold on to the 82.85 in case yeah, it becomes of a discrepancy. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, number one on here? the big board for week one of, of year four, with a score of, what was it, 82.75, 83, is Stranger Than Fiction.
0: We really just offset that Metacritic score by a lot, is <laughs> what we did, you and me. Well, Metacritic only gets 5%. That's what I'm saying. Compared to the 75% that was over... 80. Yeah, for sure. 85% that was over 80. 66 is so low. I think we're going to be fighting that Metacritic score all year.
1: Uh, now plenty of movies get high Metacritic scores. Yeah. Not as high as Rotten Tomato. Let's just see, uh, Lord of the Ring, Fellowship of the Ring, Metacritic. Oh, man.
0: Poor Stranger Than Fiction. Ah,
1: <laughs> man. I love. Yeah, I mean, so that's a 92 on Metacritic. Fellowship is.
0: We're going to hit a very high score for Tyler very early on. Yeah,
1: they're all right. There's a lot wrong with those movies, especially the first one. We'll see. We'll see. We are doing three weeks of Lord of the Rings starting next week. Um... Dear listeners, so you can hear Mary Clay Watt on Bacon next for three weeks in a row, finally doing the thing that we promised she's been doing since the beginning. And we will be on, that's what I'm talking about, on Tuesday as you're listening to this. Talk
0: about the first part.
1: To talk about uh, the first hour of Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship
0: of the Ring. Yeah. All right, Ethan, what do you got to say at the end of the episode? How do we wrap this show up? Well, I think we
1: did everything for the most part, but we're not quite at time yet. We used to do a breakfast food,
0: did you know that? We
1: did. What should we do? Should we introduce something new off the fly for year four?
0: Uh, if this movie, if could this you watch movie this movie on a s- desert island? What? Could you watch this movie on a desert island? Like, yeah, yeah, easy. I mean, I, I guess I could watch about anything on a desert island. Yeah,
1: I think the, that's the problem with that answer is like, if I'm bored enough, sure can. Yeah. I, it wouldn't be um, on a number one movie, but it's definitely like, it's it's in the top 25, I would say, movies I'd bring to a desert island.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of details.
1: Yeah. It's way above Toy Story. For sure. Yeah.
0: Way above Toy Story. Toy Story is so short.
1: I do just want to circle back to those those asinine conversations that people have. That's like, what mo- if you had to watch a movie for 24 hours and you get X amount of dollars, would you be able to do it? Like, like what movie would you pick? I'm like, a- anything. Literally anything.
0: Yeah. Give me Hocus Pocus for 24 hours. I'll be right, fine. Yeah.
1: Because like, the, the numbers are always so absurdly high. It's like, for a billion dollars, would you watch a movie for 24 hours straight? and You get to pick the movie. Like, yeah, I would pick like the extended edition of... Two Towers. Yeah. It's like six hours long or whatever. Maybe like the director's cut of The Abyss by James Cameron. It's like seven hours long. You'll have to do that like four times, (laughs) not even four times. Either way, there's no, for for a billion dollars, I would watch any movie for 24 straight hours. Any movie. I would, for a billion dollars, I would watch 24 straight hours of Neon Cat. Yeah, easy. I used to just like do, everybody did. We used to just do crap like that. To ourselves, where we'd be like, "How long can you listen to Neon Cat before you give up?" And I'd sit there for like three hours, just like neon 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 the real question is with the, with the twenty four hour thing. Can I have my phone?
0: Oh God, I nothing. I would be. I could do that all day.
1: Yeah, like oh, I gotta, I gotta scroll through. It's like oh yeah, okay. So the rule, the rule would have to be like your phone can't. You can't watch a dumb other movie on your phone, right? Like you can't watch anything else on your phone. Like you couldn't watch TikTok. Uh. You got Twitter. You got to scroll. Yeah, you got to scroll the internet for 24 hours while the human centipede is on in the background
0: (laughs) i think i'd be all right yeah
1: you'd be fine because after three hours of neon cat you just stop listening like you you don't hear it anymore it's just noise and then when when it stops you're like oh it's quiet uptown it's one of those things
0: i've worked retail jobs where i had to listen to christmas music for the entire season and people always talk about how that's like can you imagine having to do that like after a week, you don't even hear it. Nah,
1: dude, I got. I
0: used to get sick of it for sure. Oh, I got man. sick
1: of all the the music that we played in the office, though. Not music, because we
0: played like, real music. I did. When I was at Brick House, and we had to listen to eighties uh, uh, Pandora nah, every day. I, yeah, I would get
1: very tired of the like Alexa playlists where you say like Alexa, play X. Yeah, no, get, I would get very tired of like it.
0: you can call me out every day, and I'd be like, and and, and the Lido Shuffle, and I'd be like, it's a pretty good Lido. song. I like these. Songs. Whoa. <laughs>
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> shovel rips but it's never that it's like it's like alexa play gwen stefani radio right because i don't get to make the alexa decisions the the like 30 year old women in my office did right i remember one time there was uh there was a snow day right it was just me this other girl in the office and she was kind of like the one that was closest in age to me she goes Mm -hmm. hey do you care if we listen to outcast and i was like absolutely let's listen to outcast and she was just like hey alexa play outcast and we listened to eight hours of outcast like nothing else and i was like this is awesome but no, by the end of, uh, by the end of, because Alexa would play the same, like, 20 Christmas songs all day, every day, right? Right. So by the time I got to the, like, end of the Gwen Stefani version of, like, they're singing Deck the Halls, but it's not like Christmas, Christmas at all. Christmas at all. Yeah. By the end of that, I'm like, after, after 40 days, I'm like, stop.
0: Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop, stop. I had uh we had like classic Christmas when I was at Grand and it was like it was uh we got the Christmas donkey song. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god,
1: always it's on every playlist. hee chicken It's Dominic chick- <laughs> 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 the Donkey. Chicken haw <laughs> 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 the Italian Christmas donkey. La, la 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 la
0: Yeah, it just didn't bother me after a while. It's just noise, you know? It's just you just hear it in the back. I <laughs> told oh, this. <laughs> I've told the story before, but it's like, there's there's moments where you, like, the
1: music fades away and there's moments where the music, you, you it, like, it takes you back into it, like the opposite of taking you out of it, where you'll be like, this is the 45th time I've heard an innocent man by Billy Joel today. Something is wrong.
0: <laughs> and you know what? I love but it. But
1: it's like... It, because this happened to us one day where Alexa being really weird. She played three Billy Joel songs, and then when she would play An Innocent Man, she'd play three other Billy Joel songs and then play An Innocent Man again.
0: It sounds like a great day with But Alexa. it's like,
1: eventually, eventually you start to go nuts. You're trying to remember when the last time you heard An Innocent Man was, and if it was five minutes ago, or if, it, if you're imagining it, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're oh, sitting there like, this
1: man. is, you've you got to like talk to somebody else. You're like, Zach, is this the 85th time we've heard this song today? And he's like,
0: yeah. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. Like,
1: it's not just me.
0: That's why. It's not the. It's not
1: it. the Billy Joel song I would pick to be the one to, to be the, the fulcrum around which this Uptown Billy Joel pyramid now. revolves. i do not it'd be Uptown Girl either. No. No. I don't know what it would be. Um. Whoa. It's not a bad one. Uh, Maybe. Oh, the long. Only the good die young. This nice boppy one.
0: Uh, No, the only because like innocent man's real slow. Only Billy Joel song worth listening to a hundred times in a row is Angry Young Man.
1: That's not even a Billy Joel song. That doesn't exist. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. No. Here's the, okay. So here's the thing. Um. I'm going to tell you my... St- let's. We've done this before where we did the Billy Joel ratings, right? you remember that?
0: <laughs> yeah, once a week. It was year one, man. I was back in Olivia's nursery yep. when I was sitting in that office. Uh, Billy Joel. So, growing up, I had...
1: Now, I had the same phenomenon with Songs You Know By Heart by Jimmy Buffett, right? Right. I, just, I, all- I listened to that CD on repeat, and I was sitting there like, this motherfucker don't miss. He don't miss. And then I realized that like, this is two songs from ten albums. Right. But... I had the uh, CDs for. Hang on, I'm to find this compilation. Oh, uh, was greatest hits, Volume One and Two, which was apparently everything up till 1985. Okay, okay. So it had Piano Man, Captain Jack, The Entertainer, Say Goodbye to Hollywood, New York City of Mine, oh The Stranger, Seems from an Italian Restaurant, Just the Way You Are, Moving Out, Only the Good Die Young, She's Always a Woman My Life, Big Shot, You May Be Right, Still Rock and Roll to Me, Don't Ask Me Why, She's Got Away, Pressure, Allentown, Goodnight Saigon, Tell Her About It, Uptown Girl, The Longest Time, You're Only Human, and The Night Is Still Young. Oh my God, what an album! It's so good. But because of that, there were no other Billy Joel songs, right? So I, I. I got to a certain point in college and I was like, hey dad, give me all your records. And he was like, okay. And I brought The Stranger (laughs) by Billy Joel, right? And there's, other songs on there including yeah. like Vienna and I had never heard that song ever except in like a random movie right and I was like I have seen lyrics from this song in so many girls like tinder bios and instagram bios and I had no idea what it was and all of a sudden I'm listening to it I'm like man this song slaps
0: yeah but those so are the only Angry Billy Joel on songs that exist like is, if there's is, a Jimmy
1: Buffett song that's not on songs you know by heart it, it it took me a long time to acknowledge its existence a
0: lot of people sleeping on license to chill because it disappeared from the
1: world because for it disappeared five from years. the world for a while <laughs> uh opening track off that was an absolute ripper Uh, i got a
0: license to chill and i believe i will uh tell you what people are sleeping on is kenny chesney
1: just the general idea of kenny chesney
0: (laughs) (laughs) if you were like man i love kenny chesney we'd be like okay she thinks my tractor's six shut up man there goes
1: my life. People sleep on country oh. music in general. Um It
0: goes that's my thing. future. That's the thing that
1: TikTok has been bringing around because you get these like people that are like you can tell Leftist they're the, claiming the, country. They're the I only listen to the, to rap music people that are listening to like old Blake Shelton and be like this this is music. I'm like yes. yeah, dude.
0: We were there. Some
1: beach rips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, red, yeah, rips. awesome
1: song. I can't listen to Austin without
0: crying every time. Every time. If this is Austin. I still love. If you're mine. calling
1: about my heart, heart it's still yours. still yours.
0: Should listen to it a little, little more. Little more. Now, that was
1: it. Hunter Wells and I went to see J- uh, Blake Shelton together. That was a show. He did oh, that I song. Believe he that dude did that. Puts so. He sat on, on a stool show. and played that song acoustically. Oh. oh. Anyway, it's time to wow, wrap up. This has been an episode of Bacon and Eggs. Our music is by the and- the one and only Andrew Scott Bell, and our graphics are by the one and only Bashan Brandon. You find the information in the uh, description for this episode. You can also find an updated a big board list linking, maybe, maybe not for year three. It should
0: have year one, year three, and year four on. Year two gone. I don't know where the year two stuff is. Ah, but ah, but I have the year one. But ranking. there's no
1: way for us to like link to a Google doc
0: uh, that they can't edit yeah there is we could just make like a shareable view only link right i
1: don't know you figure that out and drop it into the ins- into the bio of the most recent episode and i'll go from there <laughs>
0: okay okay don't uh, edit anything
1: else except your own twitter handle and instagram <laughs> handle
0: because i still haven't done it uh we watched a lot of movies in year one 58 films oh because of harry potter i was like
1: man harry potter and um uh, we did you know the
0: christmas movies aren't in there oh yeah
1: that's still a lot of movies <laughs> I guess that's yeah. It should only be fifty six. Mm, well, it's fifty eight. Well, well, oh right, because we started with three. Like, day one was yeah. three movies. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. A bunch of movies, man.
0: We've done a bunch of movies. A lot of movies on, but this we haven't show.
1: done that many movies because that is always the answer. Like, why haven't you covered X? Because we haven't. Because there's a lot of movies. It's a lot of movies, man. movies. It's
0: gonna take a while. It's before gonna we take cover... a while.
1: Anyway, um, you can find us on the internet at Bacon and Eggs Pod. Tell a friend about the show you hear in year four. Um, tell everybody that you know about the show. We're we're back. We're better than ever. We never went anywhere, but. And a milestone occurred. You know we're better than ever. I say being
0: better. Anyway, I've been Ethan Hachell. He's been Tyler Carlin. Until next week, or Ravi Absolutely. So just go make it the one you've always wanted.